aristocrat. We can talk. We can talk about the aristocrat. <laughs> Hi, I'm the Phil Nudge. I am James, and today I'm joined by Christina and Devin, aka Big Deal Comedy. Shameless plug. AKA <laughs> Big Deal from the group home. I'm about to say something, but you know, <laughs> keep my comments to myself. <laughs> I know this recording, so I can tell on you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, today's episode, we're going to be having uh, do something a little different. Uh, I guess it's like a round table discussion. Well, mine's the round table. Mm-hmm. So. But they're a kindergarten. <laughs> you don't know the shades. God bless you too. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Try to set me up. <laughs> the setup is real. The setup is real. I ain't falling for it, Daddy. You gonna oh. live? <laughs> See this video cut out anytime. <laughs> That's because somebody didn't share something they ain't supposed to say. <laughs> uh, but today's topic, uh, we we um, we could be talking about um, none other than Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, you know, uh, he been well. There's been kind of a little controversy around him uh, when he uh, stated that he. Doesn't use writers in his own. Well, he doesn't use a writer's room uh, for you know, his projects. And I know a lot of folks, especially in the black community, mm-hmm. feel like uh, you should be using this opportunity to help upcoming black writers, whatnot. But I'm trying to see what y'all think about it. Ladies first. I mean, so so the the beef, if I'm understanding, is people feel like he should be giving more people opportunities since he has this platform as a black man to have more people. I mean, I don't see what's wrong with that. Like to put more people on. I mean, a lot of great projects in general are you know a collaborative of people coming together. So I don't see the issue. Yeah. I see what the issue is, America. <laughs> so, this, this, this is the issue. You got Mr. Tyler, I makes the money pay, who was rolling in the dough. Okay, six hundred million American dollars. If I just, just disclaim, Tyler Perry, if you seen this, I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. Cut me a check, baby. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> so he did have a team of writers at one point. At one point, yes. At one point, he did have a team of writers. So the issue, the issue at hand is he fired them. He fired them because he got tired of having to re-edit the direction that they were going in that isn't his. Now, my thing is, if I pay you to do plumbing. Come here and you tell me you clean my windows, I'm gonna have a big problem. <laughs> Especially if I'm gonna have to pay you again to come out here to do something that you did not do. True. 
So he fired these jokers and said, you know what? Screw it. I done went from ass shit to classy by my damn self now. So now he fired them and he did the job himself and I don't see the problem. I feel like at the grassroots, you know, when he started with his plays and things like that, I understand being the main driving force behind, you know, the direction and everything like that. But when you get to a level, the same thing, when you get to from ashy to classy, you, mm-hmm. say, you know, you got to be in a position to kind of alleviate certain pressures on yourself. And, and yes, like I agree with the, the general black consensus of putting people on. I mean, you just said you asked me to cut you a check. You see that? You see? You see? You see? Here we go. You see? Here we go. People always see. You see? Because you see, that's different. That's different. Because I'm me and they are them. I don't. You saw it. But what? You're supposed to be neutral in this. So this is the issue. This is the issue. So he went from ashy to classy himself, right? Do you need help putting lotion on? No. Okay. Now, if you did want somebody to help you put lotion on. Would you would you want that person to continue to help you put lotion up? They're trying to rub you down with sandpaper. Well, well, well depends who it is though. This this <laughs> supposed to be a family broadcast. Yeah, family broadcast. And, and, and he's. Mm, 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 mm. But no. So the thing is, is like so the thing. I get it that people want to be put on, but this is Tyler Perry in Hollywood. This yeah. ain't. Virginian government cheese is like this isn't something that somebody just give you for free, right? Just because you say, "Oh, I need a little bit." This man is worth six hundred million dollars. Right. He got to be doing something right if he got six hundred million dollars. And if you can't get down the line with that, then go find, go build your own studio. Oh, he said it done though, you know. Yeah. What you mean? Like, I mean. Everyone can go out and just build their own studio. Do, do, do you know his story? Yeah, he was broke. He, his car. No, 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 no. He won't just broke. He was broke as hell. Let's get this right. <laughs> Let's get it. Don't don't sugarcoat. Don't try to cut corners. Broke. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. Broke broke just means okay. Yeah, I ain't got it till next week. This man didn't have it for a whole decade. Let's let's make sure we get this right. He was broke as hell. It's Tyler Perry. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to advocate your story. He was <laughs> he was broke as hell. You talk about the same man who went to go put on his first play. Spent his life savings at that time. Twelve thousand dollars, right? Put on a show and was expecting 12,000 people show up. Mm-hmm. 30 people showed up. My man said he could be the last one of them jokers. Mm-hmm. By first name. Mm-hmm. So that means that wasn't a good crowd. You know what I mean? And then you continuously be broke. You continuously sleep in your car. You continuously you go to homeless shelters. You know, I'm pretty sure you're begging for change. You know, out there with your little cup and everything. And you, you, you go on a path to perfect the craft. Mm-hmm. And it has that... that that transition has to count for something. Right. So now, people, right, people that haven't been in his position, mm-hmm. haven't got to his platform, mm-hmm. and haven't made $600 million American dollar, that's all. No, that's crazy. Oh, fancy. I'll, I'll come well, here complaining, huh? huh? Go ahead. God bless you. God bless you. There's a lot of blessings going around here. There's a whole lot of blessings. 
Oh, mother bless you. Wow. <laughs> no, for that father bless you. <laughs> so, I, so, I mean, it's like, it, it is easier said than done, right? But he did it the hard way. He came about blood. So, it was like, so, they always say that the lion doesn't lose sleep over the opinion of the sheep. Mm-hmm. So, why are these people are bad? And he is eating his lion chair, so... I mean, I see that, but I can't help but to think, you know, because you come from what we'll call humble beginnings. Broke ass beginnings, but okay. That part. But, you know, and not to say that you got to give your, your time, your energy, and your platform to every, you know, broken, hungry writer out there. Mm-hmm. But there are people who are the same way. They're grassrooting themselves to a level of, you know, clout that they just, they hit a proverbial wall because, I mean, they are. African Americans in a predominantly non-African American society where it's like you're lucky to be the one guy in the room, let alone in the room at all. You see, so this is where some mess it up for the many, right? Mm-hmm. Power to the people. This is the month of February Black History. Right, uh-huh. Also, I'm every everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm with it. Oh. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig black people black platforms to help propel other black people trying to come up. But you're trying to help him illustrate and convey his message. Mm -hmm. His image. Mm -hmm. If you have a problem with trying to convey his message Mm -hmm. and his image, Mm -hmm. get your ass a different job. Fair. As a writer and director myself, mm-hmm. I kind of see it both ways. Mm-hmm. The, I, the writer in me understands, mm-hmm. you know, why you know he wouldn't want the other writers, you know, because mm-hmm. I myself I am very picky and uh, 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 particular about how I write my stuff, you know, how 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 I want it, why not? You can write. I want your short film get like. <laughs> Use pictures, use pictures, and told me to look and figure it out. That's what you did. <laughs> and you figured it out, did you? Did you not? Mm. Mm. Who's that? Okay. I'm just a bastard. <laughs> but on the other hand, you know, I, I feel like he really shouldn't use writers mm-hmm. because I feel like writing. I mean, I. Which you are, but okay. <laughs> okay. I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm here. Like, I feel like writing, mm-hmm. I don't think writing is, is his forte. Mm-hmm. You know? And you're basing it off of? His quality of writing to me mm-hmm. is, has it's never been the best writing. You know? His writing was never like what drew people in. You know, it was like, it was the story. Mm-hmm. Now, the story and writing is not really the same, okay. you know. Like, of course, story, of course, you got to write, you had, you had to write to make a story, but the overall method of story is totally different from, you know, you writing, like, mm-hmm. writing your dialogue, you know, setting up, setting up a story or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's what never his real big forte. And now since he's, he having all these movies and shows, one on one time, 
you can only, you know, stretch yourself so thin. And I, I think it's starting to show in in um, yeah, the quality of his of, of his writing. I feel like right now you really need writers. Yeah. And this and this is based on what again? From what I see and what I watch. Okay. Yeah. And I know like personally, mm-hmm. I've never been like a huge fan of like the Medea series. Mm-hmm. Like after I've seen one of them, like I've, I've had my fill. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, his more I call them more serious stories, like the ones that Medea aren't in. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed uh, the family that prays. Okay. Even for Color Girls, though it was a little heavy, I preferred that. Or even Daddy Little Girl, you know, I didn't like those kind of films over Medea Goes Again. Medea is Halloween. Medea is whatever the fuck else. Excuse me. <laughs> and I'm the one that had to sign the waiver that says I was going to watch my language. I probably really should have heard that one. <laughs> okay, so you basing yours on what you see. And you basing yours on the fact that you had your share feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, what I see is six hundred million dollars. Wow! And what I'm what, and what I'm pretty sure he hasn't had his fair share of his his, his um his, his share full or whatever you say is of his bank account. Because the thing is, no matter even I look at numbers. Mm-hmm. I look at numbers. He has the number one, two, and three on um, production, TV production for Black America. Oh, Black America! Oh yeah, like um, I can't like you can't. I can trust him, you know, like like. But that's what y'all are doing. No, that's this is the hustle, right? Damn. That's what y'all are doing. <laughs> so, so with that analogy, uh-huh. if one could see like, hey, what you're doing is getting you to a level of success. Okay. But now that you're at this level, it's kind of just like rappers. Rappers is like you made it to a certain level of fame. You talk about the hard knock life you came from and any roughness associated with that. Now that you're living in a mansion, got security, you ain't got to fight for your food. One could argue that you're not in that same grit space, right? Okay. But you can still have that perspective because that is still your reality. Fast forward to someone like Tyler Perry, you're like, okay, you did write great things and, and they generated the capital that you need to give yourself this platform and now people want to join on board. Not to say because your machine isn't run well, but it's like all machines need a tune-up and this tune-up could be the opportunity to put other people on board. It's like it's a dual opportunity. It's like not only will you alleviate the stress that you have as the singular source, if you will, but then you also put other people on. It's like when you're, you might not think about it when you bring your car into the mechanic, but you're securing his job by bringing it in. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with your car, but you want to maintain it running well. Okay. Even if there, it's just perspective. I get that, you know, he had to terminate who he had to terminate if they weren't getting along with his vision, especially if it's costing him more to just maintain. But it doesn't mean that everybody's going to be like that or to ostracize yourself from a place that could cause you to grow. <clears throat> Yeah, cause like you know, it's like this, you know. Cause like I've always said, you know, he has all these shows, he comes up with all these movies, he's writing everything. Mm-hmm. How much time <clears throat> and quality, how much quality time do you think he's putting to each script, you know, for, for each project, you know, and like each series, like for a season, you may have what 12, 20, 30 episodes. You know, for like eight, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know how many shows they have out right now. Probably three, four, five. Uh, like you got six hundred million dollars of shows out. Yeah, you know, 
but at one point, <laughs> but at one at one point, you know, you start like it can't be putting that much quality time in each project. There's not much that much time in the day, mm-hmm. you know, to put out quality <clears throat> projects because. It's like you, like oh you have a job you know mm-hmm. let's say your job is to let's say paint you know okay you're a painter mm-hmm. and you you are a very good painter okay and you may start off with a few clients you know you may do a painting uh about about two paintings a week so know? we're talking like like paints paintings that we put on the wall right yeah you know okay okay artwork paint the artwork paint okay you know you are like whatnot but as you get better as you are growing. Mm-hmm. You start getting more clients, you know, you want to do more stuff, more, mm-hmm. more of that. So, and they, and they, and they expect you to, you know, to know what have a fast turnover rate. Mm-hmm. All right, how fast can you, can you turn over quality work, you know, when you act, like have like hundreds and thousands of clients, you know? With that same analogy. So what's, I'm supposed to hire other people, I'm supposed to hire a bunch of kids in the garden, is that the finger paint? I'm just saying. Okay, so this is the thing. If you I mean, of course, you can hire, you know, just anybody, but right. you know, there's all, a lot of the other quality people. I did what you said. But if you're passionate about something, mm-hmm. and people are paying for your artistic vision and creation, mm-hmm. if it's going straight from your mind to the paper, I think you're cutting out a lot of middlemen. And I feel like the thoughts are getting there. You know what you want to say. You know what you're trying to articulate. So that way you can create. And you know the audience that you're talking to. He did, a, he did an interview one time. And he was like, he could, he's finishing whole seasons in two weeks. Because they're his thoughts. Because that everything, he's, he's talking about the things that he has created. The thing he has created, it came from his mind. So nobody can tell my story better than I can. Mm-hmm. Especially since I have the creative ideas and I can put them out on the paper. But just because you have creative ideas doesn't mean your creative ideas look good. $600 million worth of, uh, worth, worth of, 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 of capital proves that it, it has to be some kind of good. Oh, the Trevor was any good? Was it who? The Trevor the was in my movies. I like the robots. No, I, I, I got the but, that, but that's what I'm gonna give you. That's what I'm gonna give you. I like the robots. Next question. <laughs> they, they made a lot of money. But all okay. Huh? I mean, if you have an audience, right? If you have an audience and it's speaking to an audience, because I, I feel like the other thing that has to be looked at is you have to know how to connect and talk to who mm-hmm. you're talking to. Mm-hmm. So it's just because something might not be appealing to everybody. Mm-hmm. If you know that your bread and butter and your audience is a specific somebody, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep aiming at those somebody's. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I, I applaud him. Like he definitely knows his, uh, his audience and he plays to them very well. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I've seen examples where even his target audience is questioning like where he's coming from. There's a lot of like uproar with the most recent, you know, false and raid. Mm-hmm. People will read it. I mean, and, and you know, people did, are fickle. Wish we did a, a movie reveal. You gotta check that out on, 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 on the channel. 
Okay, check that out. Shameless plug, but you know. But um, but yeah. So it was put out there like, hey, this was shot in five days, and you know, social media as a whole, through shade, like we can tell, you know. What yeah, I mean? you can tell them that it was shot in five days. Okay. And like um, like 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 like, like, like we going through. I know I know we're doing issue with the wigs. You know, yeah. no wigs were awful, and he made he made a statement saying um that you don't have time to wait for the wigs, but. As a movie maker, mm-hmm. pre-production takes is, is like the difficulty he's charted in five days mm-hmm. doesn't mean pre-production was five days. Mm-hmm. So you had ample time to make good wigs. Right, and, I, <laughs> and you know, I, I, I hated social media for that because you know I think about like something like um, Orange Is the New Black when that first came out. If you look at some of the episodes, uh, no, no shade, I'm not hair person. But some of the wigs and weave job in that was deplorable. But they were new. It was, you know, these two female writers coming together and putting their baby out there. And so it was like coming forth with the wigs isn't doesn't make a big difference for his his quality as a writer. But that is kind of what comes into question when it comes to like, okay, when you are mass producing you still your vision. Mm-hmm. It's just like now you are trying to compact you know, the wealth of your mind into, okay, you get a week, you get two days, you get a month, and hopefully it comes out with this quality of something that I gave six months to a year or more to. And it's just like, I get it, the numbers are like, all right, it's fine, somebody's eating it up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, for you, even just as you, you, you bring up the thing of quality, passion, working on your craft, it's just like, if your craft is starting to take a wound down, not off of just the strength of what you make, because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, lump shaker <clears throat> songs make money. Right. Doesn't mean that the person who you know worked their whole life to be a great singer is trash because they're not. Right. But if your quality of work is starting to suffer, one could argue that you need just a team to boost up your standard, not boost up above what it is, but boost up so you can maintain. So, <clears throat> say the title of that movie again. What? The, I mean the show. Apart from Grace. Apart from Grace. So now. Tyler Perry has went on record to say that he writes his scripts so that people can feel and connect with the characters. Mm-hmm. Which, okay. which any script should sure. do. No, so him saying that is not really even. Hold on now. <laughs> Hold, you ain't gonna shoot down Mr. <laughs> Mr. Perry. You ain't gonna shoot down Mr. Perry. Cut me a check, baby. So, <laughs> let, let me look in the camera when I say this. Y'all complaining about them wigs? Probably got tougher hairstyles sitting at home. At least these people wearing these wigs is making probably the 100, 200k episode. How much you getting paid to wear that ugly wig you got from George York? Huh? Okay then. I said it. I, 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 I said it again. Y'all up there looking busted and disgusted for free. For free. <laughs> These wigs, they trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to have these wigs so he they can connect with the consumer. Mm-hmm. Oh, all they all like, oh, they connect. They is connecting. So we all come together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but the thing is, he has the money to make, to get and buy and have them make the wigs. But, but the thing is, the representation. If, he, if he's trying to get people to connect to the character, it ain't be okay. So you so what? You shoot a movie in five days. Uh huh. 
five days. People go he to the club. Oh, lot of money. People go to the <laughs> club and sleep with somebody after three drinks. What you talk? Don't talk about fast. I'm not sure how that relates. <laughs> it don't make sense. Don't talk about fast. <laughs> don't talk about fast. <laughs> Talk about somebody being cheap. Mr. Dr. Perry being cheap. He being reasonable. He trying, he trying to get, he's trying to let people be able to be like, you know what? I got a tough hairstyle too. So that tough hairstyle, oh, if he on the screen, maybe I can go tough. Huh? It will come tough too. Okay. Mr. Mr. Perry, if you do cut him a check, you know this will go down the instantly. Yeah, come and check, baby. I'm ready. I put, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm bald headed like full moonshine. So hey, look, I weed, no. no. synthetic, um, Brazilian, whatever we need to do, I'm down. Hey, five, hey, I, we can shoot a movie in three days. What you talking about? I got a script. It's about it's about a man no. that is bald no. and is trying to up and up in, in, in comedy. We can do something with this baby topic. Tell me, check, baby. Check, check. See this one. I'm ready for camera. Yes. <laughs> See. I mean, I do, I do understand the whole, you know, riding by yourself, you know, I get it, you know, because I'm the same way, you know, mm-hmm. like, I can't work with a lot of different writers myself because I know, you don't know your vows, I know how, how, I want my story to come out, you know, <laughs> it comes back, it you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I, I, I get that, you know. As 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 a, as a writer, you know, I I am very particular in how. <laughs> you okay? He's hurting over here. It's hard. It's hard to be able to help and write with somebody when you should a e i o u m i s. It's sometimes. He's really, really, he's weak by his own self. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Tyler Perry reading by himself without these comments. So it's like, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a problem. I want to say something about that movie. Nice. This is my first cousin, so. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. I'm going to be nice, I'm going to be nice. What's <laughs> <laughs> through the killer's call? <laughs> That's how your mama talk when you act up in church. Which we get out of these jokes. Stop talking to a chief. It's ball game. Your ass is gonna be whoop when you get out there. Praise God. Oh, I'm gonna tear your ass up and then cheese crap. In the name. In the name.
dealing with non-union writers who didn't live up to his standards, you know. Mm-hmm. And not, not to throw shade at you know, Mr. Tyler Perry, you know. Tell but, check, man. <laughs> I, I, like, it's not, I mean, not knowing the writers who, mm-hmm. who he dealt with, you know, but for, for the movies that he put out, like, those standards aren't that high, mm-hmm. you know, to me, you know, I feel like, you know, because me, I'm like, I've always been a, a writer first, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean that 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 that's what I do. Okay. You know, like I put hours, months, even a year into writing a, a single script. Okay. You know? And I like I, I probably I probably write at least two, three, maybe four times. You know. Okay. But I don't see how Perry doing that, especially with all the projects that he's doing now. Have to. No, he doesn't no. have to. How long did it take Noah to build the ark? How did he get there? I'm trying to understand. It, it, it took some time, right? Ooh, it was a lot of time. How long did it take Jesus to turn water to wine? When you got the glow and when you got the gift, <laughs> you just got it. Bye, y'all. Okay, all right. Hennessy's up. Let's go. Okay. Hennessy. That's, that's not what Jesus made. <laughs> you don't know? Were you there? <laughs> Were you? <laughs> go ahead. If God strikes you dead, right now, me. huh? Let me let me move out of the way before God strikes you. <laughs> so now you just turn water into Hennessy. I mean, it could have been so hot. It could have been so hot. Like the smooth. There you go. Hmm. Well, he, he wasn't Nazareth. I think Henry was, you know, for me to Right? <laughs> I can, you can say it. I can see. That cognac. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Who up here wants a red one? No. No, let's go ahead. It's her choice, you know. Man, you know, want some crown, you know. You know, the apple flavor. The specifically, the apple. Yeah, just specifically. It could be vanilla. I can do the vanilla. Maybe you can't go wrong with crown either. Okay, okay, okay. But um, wow. wow. So are you bending? You have an issue? Huh? Wow. Uh, What what you saying? All these yo bottles. I just want to all your minds. But (laughs) but anyway, you know, (laughs) like. Just, I just, I just feel, I just, I guess me personally, I, me personally, I feel like you should have writers, mm-hmm. you know, because just on the strength that he is doing a whole lot of stuff, and and I like, there's no way that he's putting quality time in each and every project. But that was the thing. He never, okay. He said he never said that he wasn't going to use writers. Because he says that with the, with the studio, there are going to be projects mm-hmm. where he is going to have writers. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to these specific projects that are like specifically connected to his thought process, mm-hmm. it's like he's like, "Yo, I got I got the one, two, and the three top spot." It's like mm-hmm. you can't argue with those results, but and and you can't. 
I like jokes. You know what's sad about this? Because usually my first response is your mama. But since his mama is my auntie, and I don't... And, and my mom makes you this? Yeah, and I don't want to get my, my behind whooped, you know? It's like, I'm just going to say, God bless you again. All the blessings. All the blessings. <laughs> 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 but it's... Maybe lose straight <laughs> <laughs> so you saying? were saying that you write jokes. Okay, so I write jokes. Okay, so and the thing is, is like so when I haven't wrote a play. I haven't wrote a a movie or anything like that. I write jokes. So I understand that the writing process is a very intimate process, a very personal process. So the thing is, is I, I even kick jokes. I kick jokes to her. My woman, Christina, say hi. So, I kick jokes to her, and she can give me feedback. But we have a level of chemistry, too. So, I, I feel like that's another aspect that has to be included. Because chemistry is something that has to be present to make any kind of great production. Any kind of great production. You see, the only reason we can laugh this much, this is my first cousin. And he's been hurting my feelings for my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want that. That's funny because I didn't know you had feelings. Yeah, there again, he hurt them again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's 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 one of those things where it's like sometimes you can just have bad fits. Mm-hmm. And and not just chemistry between the creator and the writer, but even chemistry between the writer and 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 the thesis or the writer and the production, the writer and the idea. Because I'm not going to lie, it's like, I'm not a bunny lover, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, shout out to the Easter Bunny, but I'm not I'm not particularly a fan of rabbits. So if you be like, hey, you know, I got this script about rainbow rabbits that come slide off the rainbow and they dookie out skittles, it's like, I'm going to be like, I can't dig this. Don't take my idea, because that might be something. That might be the wave of the future. It's not going to be. That, you no. don't know. You don't know. You, you don't know. Charnado's thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so like I was saying, <laughs> don't steal my idea. But the thing is, I, I, I can't see myself investing into that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's another thing that people have to look at, too. As I, when you look at these particular brands that or these particular products or production that he's putting out, is can these writers really love it like it's their own? Hmm. Because if you can't love it like it's your own, then you cannot write for it. That's true. Oh, no. I, and all I was going to do is, with that notion, I understand. I mean, I'm not a writer. I am an artist. And my art is on the faces, on the bodies. And it takes a good symmetry, a good chemistry between the photographer, between the stylist, between the hairstylist, for that final product, which is, you know, whatever that image. And genetics to some people just ugly. You can't, you know, can't dress up ugly. Anyhow, yeah. but for that final look, like, this is what I saw in my mind. <laughs> it does take a level of chemistry. I wouldn't put my vision in somebody else's hands, while I also wouldn't try to take on something more than what is my scope. It's like, I feel like he can have all the vision, 
all the love, all the passion for something and still be able to incorporate people as a part of it. And like you said, I do agree. If they are not performing at a level that is conducive of what your vision is, then I mean, yes, you make adjustments. And nobody's saying just take hire, you know, Joe Blow off the street. But um like I said, I agree with that notion. It's all about that level of, of chemistry and chemistry of like that room. But yeah. um and I guess that the people were not getting all of that from no. it. It's like it's like it seems like it's very yes or no. It's not like no for this, but yes for this. I feel like that's kind of what's missing. I mean, that's what happens with media. It's, you know, we get to one thing and we get fired up about it. But I think that I didn't know that part. That it was just particular projects that he was kind of like, I'm just going to stick with my formula of just me. And future projects, of course, would be room for others. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it. I feel like that it would be a foolish notion. To try to manhandle everything yourself. Mm -hmm. I think we have too many examples of one person trying to trying to dictate and control something mm -hmm. and trying to make it great when it's like you, you might need some outside mm -hmm. help. Mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones. Smoothly <laughs> slipped that in there, didn't you? But. <laughs> They got nothing to come with Spence. Y'all know I'm not a couple with Spence. I don't even want to say who I'm a tip fan of because I'm going to get that last tip. Wow. Oh, 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 I said this. Don't you talk about my fucking ears. Don't you talk about We're going to make it to the Super Bowl with eventually. Keep, keep hope alive. Eventually. We're going to make it one day. Me and Tommy should go back and Tommy. I might be dead and gone, but that's all right. Keep hope alive. My, my spirit gonna be in Raymond J. Stadium. There you go. <laughs> His spirit is gonna be sitting like, finally, baby. Finally. <laughs> we made it, baby. <laughs> A thousand years later. <laughs> Grandchildren looking like, my granddaddy show is a fan. <laughs> I'm telling you, ghosts just chilling up there. Well, <laughs> um, I, I, I think, I think what I think a lot of people. I gotta understand people getting. You can have people that are disappointed. I feel like the thing is, and all of us being in a in a level of the artistry realm, and all of us, all three of us being in the, in the realm of the creative genius realm, and the um and showmanship realm, can understand that you'll hear a lot more than ne the negative opinions get all the attention. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Negative opinions get all attention. You know, the the, the the positive outlooks, you know what I'm saying, are are what pays the bills. You know, you don't want to talk about that six hundred million dollars, but but people want to talk about these three dollar weeds. But it's like if you if you that unhappy, find something else to watch. It's like find something else to watch. Because while y'all are watching to find something to complain, and he's just watching them dollars and up in that bank account. Tyler yeah. Perry cut your boy a check. The shameless plug. So, <clears throat> how y'all feel about, honestly, how y'all honestly feel about the, I guess, the quality of his, his projects, you know? Like, 
I know uh, a lot of his movies tend to have played to play towards the whole lot of old stereotypes mm-hmm. of what black people used to be or what we are accustomed mm-hmm. to seeing, you know, uh, like with the Medea stuff, like you have the the big mama type, you know, mm-hmm. characters or whatnot. So how y'all really feel about the quality of his uh, stuff that he does about? Yeah. So as I shared earlier, I, I I've seen one Medea film. I'm 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 good. I understand that there is a level of comedy, a level of stereotypes within comedy that is relatable, that is marketable, that makes money, obviously. Um, not personally a fan. But I will say, based on someone who enjoys film in general, that they are, like, put together well. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they convey their intention. Um, I feel like sometimes the message is a little bit harder to get over all the satire and the stereotypes and the shucking and the jiving. So that's why I can't really get with it. Um, And I tend to like what I I call the more deeper storylines that don't involve Medea. And and this is just as someone who enjoys film as a consumer. So it's like a 50-50 split of how I feel about it. It's like I feel like, you know, that was a good film. I feel like it was a different perspective or it was enough of a stereotype where you feel like it was relatable without feeling like you were kind of being poked fun of. And I don't knock the poke fun of. I don't knock satire and the use of stereotypes because it does, it is relatable. It's just sometimes you do feel like it's so saturated that you do have these moments. Like I work in a predominantly, you know, white office and there's, you know, I've got a coworker who looks forward to all the Medea updates. And I, you know, I kind of shy back because I'm like, is this what she perceives this is what traditional black people are like. And it's like, understand that this is a joke. This isn't our reality. But for someone who doesn't live that life and probably wouldn't take the time to learn anymore, that is the reality. And so you do kind of ride this fine line of like, is this okay to keep churning this out and not balance it out? That's all I'm saying. Not even saying to cut it off because it works, but balance it out so it's not so much, so saturated. That That's my opinion on it. My opinion on it, <clears throat> it makes $600 million. And, <clears throat> my, okay, so, uh, seriously, it's like, a lot of black theater feeds off of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot, is like, um, and Tyler Perry isn't the first nor the last mm-hmm. creative genius to target an audience. Mm-hmm. And majority of black films, not all, but majority of black films fit stereotypes. Mm-hmm. We fall in love with the the drug, the drug dealers, the killers, the um I mean, even when you think about some of our romances, <clears throat> you think about love and basketball, you know, um it's, it's, it's black kids bonding over a game that's stereotypically geared towards black people. Mm-hmm. So, what I do applaud mm-hmm. 
is the fact that these movies are black-based with a predominantly black cast in a black studio. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that, to me, is the more important thing. Because the thing is, when you sit there and you think about Tyler Perry and his broke-ass beginnings, cut me a check, baby, because I'm just advocating stuff. When um, when you think about his broke-ass beginnings, nobody would have thought that a man that used his life savings at one time in the early 90s, pretty much two and a half decades later, would be worth 600 million American dollars. So the thing is, while there's ridicule coming, we don't know what else he has down the pipeline. True. You see, because it's obvious that he's a visionary in his own right. So, being a visionary, you're looking at things that you're looking so far ahead most people can't comprehend it right now. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you told what, 50,000 acres of studio? No, it's like everybody was laughing at the man that was cross-dressing. But now he has 50,000 acres that supply 400 jobs mm-hmm. to the people of Atlanta. Over 400 jobs mm-hmm. to the people of Atlanta. So, the quality, mm-hmm. I feel like it generates revenue. Mm-hmm. I feel like the quality, potentially got big deal comedy a check. Because I'm supporting the cause, baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm supporting the car, baby. You see where you gotta get in contact with me, Mr. Perry. But people, it's like, is there's nothing new under the sun, and you can't reinvent the wheel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if it works and if it generates revenue. It's going to work. You can ask anybody that has that, that has complained about anything that he's done. Anybody. If they were in a position where something that they repeatedly did made them $600 million, would they continue to do it? Mm-hmm. Now, can it evolve? Can it turn into something else? Of course it can. Mm-hmm. There again, though, that $12,000 play turned into a $600 million empire. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, so somewhere along the way, somewhere along the way, Somebody got the ingredients right in the Kool-Aid. See, like, <clears throat> you don't have the answers, James. <laughs> you don't have no cameras. <laughs> Neither this way, but <laughs> uh, see, uh, I just, I just feel like I mean, like I, I, I love what he did. Uh-huh. You know, like no one can can knock the guy for that. You know, like I, like, I applaud him for. You know, turning nothing into something, right. and you know, uh, being the first black anybody to own a major oh, studio, a major studio. You know, uh, like for that, like, like you can't take that away from You know, the only thing that I'm am a little disappointed about is the fact that uh, instead of him, or it feels like instead of him doing stuff to uplift black people. Uh-huh. It feels like a lot of stuff is just poking fun at black people and using his black audience. Mostly mothers, you know, to pop it off of. You know, because with, with, with the Medeas 
and even some of his other projects, stuff that like um, Agrimony and Temptation, it, it, it kind of plays towards the female good. audience, you know, mm. and the whole soap opera type dramas. Hold on! <laughs> Don't you talk about Temptations, baby! <laughs> The good black man finally won in Temptations. You see, look, I'm going to tell y'all this down in the camera. Take Temptations as a lesson. Yes, sir. It's Temptation. Take Temptations as a lesson. Understand, you find you a decent man Mm -hmm. who wants to stand by you, and you stand by him. Don't be tempted over the forty dollars. No matter how many times the forty dollars multiply. The forty dollars. Yeah, the forty dollars. Y'all know the forty dollars. I ain't got to even explain the forty dollars. You y'all know the forty dollars. You see, she got tempted by the forty dollars that was multiplied by a million. So now that forty dollars is looking like forty million, and she's on she's on a plane, and whoop, she gets bust upside the head with AIDS. It's like it's. Sorry. What? What happened? Boops. You get so sad to hell with AIDS. Because that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. Okay. And it's like, and the thing is, it's like, it was a message in it. You see, the thing is, it's like, with, you have you have yet to see a Tyler Perry movie that ended in a digressive way towards the culture. You can't name one. I can't speak on the acrimony one, but I know it had fine ass Taraji P. Taraji, I know you about to get married, but baby, I've been having a crush on you for a long time That's since it was hard out there for a pimp and beginning before that. So I just want to put that out there too, baby. If things don't work out, come on, man. What? Huh? I cannot. I cannot. And I mean, Terrence is watching. He's talking so fast over here. You mean Lucius? Lucius. You know, you know that's how yeah. black yeah. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you too many names. I can tell you the fine. I can tell you the fine mm-hmm. females that I adore. But it's like, could, but what? What's his name? What you say? That's Lucius. Yeah. That Lucius. <laughs> Lucius or DJ. <laughs> but it, the stereotypes always end with a good lesson. He always ends it on a good lesson. And this has been his intentions in play. It has. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry is the adult version of Sesame Street. No matter what you get, we're going to end with the letter of the day, and the letter of the day is positive, mm-hmm. and and that's the note we're going to turn it in, and we're going to do it all over again. Even though I have to digress from that a little bit, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, a fall in grace mm-hmm. may be an exception. Is it over? Huh? Is it over? Well, probably. Yeah. The movie. Is it over? But, 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 yeah. so there's no more? No, no more. Okay, so did no. it end bad? See, the reason why I say this, mm-hmm. because, okay, the whole, the whole movie, it, it kind of plays up with the whole, uh, the middle-aged woman can't find new love. Okay. You know, at like the whole time, you know, her ex-husband leaves her for a younger woman, and mm-hmm. it kind of plays on the whole fear of, I'm getting old now. Okay. And this young guy comes in who wants her, you know, and treats her right. Okay. And now she got herself feeling all good about herself. Mm-hmm. And only for him to pull the rug out and say, oh, is this, I'm only calling you. Um, you know, I felt that was kind of like a little negative message towards 
the that middle aged woman is not a negative. You know, I'm not, I'm not a middle aged woman, but even I can, I guess I can kind of appreciate that storyline as a reality. You know, I feel like, look, I, I don't want to seem like I'm contradicting myself. I don't super love a lot of the stereotypes. I don't, mm-hmm. but. I cannot not that he does have an underlying message in even the most seemingly ridiculous ways. So even if that is just, you know, I can see like a message of self-worth and have an understanding of self to prevent yourself being kind of conned and not say that, you know, however that storyline goes, that he wasn't wrong for doing that, you know, you have to be that level of awareness so you won't find yourself in that right like so driven by maybe a level of bitterness or uneasiness that you fall into that but I, I agree with that you know you might find yourself in a position where it's like that was a whole lot of ridiculousness but at the root of it you know family comes first or love yourself first or you know kind of empowering the black dynamic that we don't see enough of and the simple fact that most middle-aged women can see themselves in that wig. So the message is, if you stop wearing these tough wigs and hairstyles, you can keep a man. So y'all should be thanking Tyler. He trying to get y'all the game, baby. The game is the not by that wig. Yeah, yeah get you, go ahead and spend that money on that good wig. Oh, oh, it'll just go natural, baby. Natural hair is beautiful. Natural hair is beautiful. If you don't got no edges, just go ahead and just, just you know, you might want to plaster you some hair out there. You know, you might want to just go ahead and just, you know, go get that good Brazilian, you know, you know, and praise God. Get it professionally and stop, though. Don't do it yourselves. I've seen a lot of that. A lot of y'all up there trying to, you know what I'm saying, DIY and <laughs> just look in UGLY, you know what I mean? So, I know, so yeah. In the words of Medea, hello. <laughs> what change? You know what you were signing up for. <laughs> you know what you could do. You do what yeah, you were signing up for. Hello. Lord have mercy. I don't know what to say. Because <laughs> you don't got the answer, Jane. You don't have the answer, Jane. <laughs> But I do know this though, you know. I just, I just, I just. Not we really hope, but I mean, well, I do hope, and kind of want him to, by moving forward, to start doing more. I guess I, 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 I want to see more quality, you know, and non the from giveaway to the non traditional Tyler Perry stuff, you know. The whole cliche and stereotypes that he's kind of known for, you know. I mean, I get, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, like, it, it, it wasn't made of it, you know. Uh, but on the same token, you know, you do have to evolve and step your game up, you know. And I just feel like you know, he's now at the stage where I feel like he really should 
Who's sure. the one? Yeah. You know. and, and, you know, I'm sure that will elaborate just saying that maybe that's what's coming down the pipeline. Like, I can't help but to think, you know, I'm a big movie and, and TV show kind of person. And there's a series on Netflix called uh, White People. Mm-hmm. And they uh, allude to a character like Tyler Perry. And the main character, she's a writer, filmmaker herself. And she's got beef with him. It's like, all oh, this, you know, corny stuff. He's got this character called, like, Mr. Schmitty, I think it is, which is reminiscent to him again. So anyway, she gets a chance to really talk with him, and he's like, you know, don't fault me for making money off of this. This is the people who are supporting me. They are enjoying this. doesn't mean that this is all that I am. And he, you know, that particular character leads to having more serious things, to having a better perspective as a writer that he can give that one-on-one realness with up-and-coming writers that are like him. And I feel like that really gives a level of insight to who, you know, the Tyler Perry that we don't get to see is. You know, he's still he's still a man, hallelujah, he's a black man, working his way through success literally from the bottom up. So we don't know all that is yet to blossom now that he's made it to that platform. We don't know what he's written down in his his vision diary that's like by this time or by this stage, now I can release this. And you know, I think that's what we want as people. I feel like that's what your perspective is. I feel like that's kind of what mine is as well. It's just like I want to see more of that. I feel like I got a taste of it with certain films. And if you're not going to exhaust yourself with everything that you're doing, because that is powerful, that um, we look forward to seeing that side, less of the, the satire and more of your depth. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy the temptations uh, that that little girl, the four color mm-hmm. girls, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and ideally the Fall from Grace type of stuff, but I feel like, well, especially the Fall from Grace, like, like I, I said earlier, we did a um, review on this one, and my problem was, I, I was I was liking it up to towards the end where he threw all these plot twists in, and I, I felt like he was trying to be too ambitious for it, and I felt like he kind of needed at least another writer or at least someone to say, hey, uh, yeah, I think I, you need to pull it back a little bit. Like, like I, I get what you're trying to do. You know, I, I, I just felt like, you know, him trying to surprise the audience, he kind of ruined the movie, you know, because every movie doesn't need a plot twist, you know. Mm-hmm. It's and, a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out yeah. whoever everybody knows who that is, and you get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just, I mean, I, I mean, I, so I do enjoy the movies that he does try to do, but at the same token, I just want to see more quality in those projects, you know, because I don't think it's acting with, with what's it, it, you know. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, I think. I think one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest problems in in the Tyler Perry discussion is understanding that when it comes to the arts, um, when he first burst onto the scene, mm-hmm. something like my, my like Medea was new. Sure. Um, <clears throat> this um. The style of character, to a degree, was new. Mm-hmm. Um, ish talking, you know, boisterous, strong, 
woman who I'm, at one time Medea was a stripper but was very much proud to say so mm-hmm. okay cool the thing is is like I feel like as you have you have a situation where either the artist matures and then the audience matures mm-hmm. or the audience matures and then the artist matures mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the plot twists are an attempt to see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Because, there again, all three of us sitting at this table are artistic. Artistic visionaries. We have our own preference of art. We have modeling and makeup. We have we have directing and writing and we have jokes. And the thing is, with the art form, you do have to get to a point where you just try it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's not going to agree with what you try, mm-hmm. and sometimes it takes some fine tweaking on what you try. Mm-hmm. Thing is, he has six hundred million dollars <laughs> to back up his attempt. You see how all this goes back, but not. It's all coming from But on a serious note, it's like I feel like if you switch directions too fast, you lose the foundation. Now. It's if you want to build a house, I think what you need six feet worth of foundation. You have to dig in within six feet. And if you want to build a skyscraper, you're talking about almost a building that goes as as far down as it does up, as far as a stable foundation. So the thing is, is like I really do feel like. In a situation like this, you get people, for lack of better terms, hooked, mm-hmm. and you get a core audience, mm-hmm. and you listen. It's like there's nobody, there's nobody who's in the artistic realm that doesn't at least hear what people say, mm-hmm. and then from that can spawn new directions and new ideas. But the one thing we do know is that you have to have something to be able to fund the new ideas, mm-hmm. and you have to have something to fall back on because if you put all your eggs in a new direction and it doesn't work out then you might just be stuck out there in no man's land you dig what i'm saying so it's like okay so i got i got these ideas i got these concepts i got this direction i got this fan base mm-hmm. okay now i'm gonna throw this into it because acrimony is, is way different than medea right right what, what was the one where he acted and he was like and the gates of hell won't stop. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The, the action movie he did. With, oh, Mister. Um, Alex Cross. Alex Cross. Cross yeah. yeah, where he where the dude killed his family, and then they were just going back and forth the whole movie and stuff like that. That was a different direction, and well, it, that wasn't his, his movie though. But yeah, it was yeah. just him. And well, and and, and, I, and we had a chance to react to it though, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he was like, huh, "How do how will they react to Tyler Perry, the action star?" Not as Tyler Perry, Medea, or Tyler Perry. Too well. <laughs> For the record, Mr. Perry, that was him. Cut the check, baby. <laughs> Cut the check, baby. <laughs> Got you, baby. Okay. You know, hey, I could be Alex Cross' little brother. You know, Chris, Chris Cross. You know what I'm saying? You know, huh? I see what he did there. I hope you choke on the chicken nugget. You want this? You want one of these chicken nuggets? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Let me, I coughed on them. Mm-hmm. It got me juice. 
made eat right. Damn, Jack. Wow. So much family love happening here. Bless you, Jack. God bless you too. <laughs> trust mm-hmm. and you gotta find and, 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 and the thing is is like when you look the, 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 the hard thing about media is everybody wants to feel like they're done wrong everybody wants an audience mm-hmm. so it's like we'll never know what really happened in those writers room mm-hmm. we'll never know you know whatever we'll just hear people's side of the story mm-hmm. and it's like and so <clears throat> we'll never know what truly is there, but we do know that this man has a level of genius, mm-hmm. has a level of vision, has a level of direction, a level of foresight, because he saw this way before I mean, the man was sitting in the car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's probably washing up, you rubbing the air freshener on him, hoping that, like, you know what I'm saying? Rubbing the air freshener? Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's a familiar scent. You know, you go you go to an audition, you smell like black. I was like, hmm, I know that smell. Okay. Okay, you. What's that? Yeah. My new car. Yeah. Who made that? Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, you can sing too. Oh, so that I can get to be there come and get a repeat you know what I'm saying and Tina's touching but I, I do I do feel like I do feel like um, we, we don't know and I do feel like that's the beauty of being in the situation as a consumer we don't know mm-hmm. what's coming down the pipeline what we do know is that 600 million American dollars and, and not to mention 1 billion dollars worth of ticket sales you cannot Knock it. No, you can't. You cannot knock it. Yeah. He's doing something right. You gotta be doing something right. You gotta be doing something. You know? But. God, the check. I hope he don't cut you, check. I know, right? It's like a walking point. Man, I'd be in Atlanta so damn fast. <laughs> A glass wig and everything. Gay come back. Huh? Gay come back. When? <laughs> Your dog's up here. She can't come back. I can move her down there too. <laughs> she be having an ugly wig on too. <laughs> she had the baby fucking too. Daddy's in a girl box too. <laughs> and my baby with one of them tough ass tongue pull bow cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Black 
in the front, party in the back. You dig what I'm saying? Like a mother. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and just breezy on the sides. The fade is for the for the for, for the for, for circulation, you know. It's got some AC purposes, you know what I mean? Well, I'm telling you, man. Prove that shit. Prove that shit. It was nice having y'all on the podcast. Mm-hmm. On the show. Podcast that show. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, film the slash. Pod show. You know. No, not a thing. Pod show. Pod show. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think we can get a trinity, you know. Yeah, pod show. Hashtag pod show. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag don't, cut the check. Hashtag go into pain his Hashtag Freddie D in the front. <laughs> Fade on the side. Oh, with the pot in the back. That's a long hashtag. <laughs> We're not encouraging this. Oh, I can see it now on the poster. <laughs> But anyways, uh it was good to have you up here. It was a pleasure. Um do this again. Oh yeah, come and shout out our social media. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Alright, um I am hashtag top model Tina from a model page and Tina's touch underscore M U A on Instagram. And if you're looking for your boy no one's looking for you. Shut up. <laughs> if you looking for your boy, all you gotta do is go on the list. It, what the world just happened? Moving recording ads, man. Automatically. Oh, you should stop it. You're too ugly. Dang. So I couldn't even shout out myself. Oh, yeah, this is Cahoots. You did this on purpose. You got a remote. But to be honest with you, David, you're wearing the shirt. A back reporter? Yep. Okay, yeah. Let me, let me get back to the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shit your ass down. Disrespectful. So disrespectful. <laughs> now they send his black ass back down. So if you're looking for your boy. No one's looking for you. Yeah, you shut up, Jack. <laughs> if you're looking for your boy, all you can read the shirt is Big Dare Comedy. You can find me. Big Dev Comedy on Facebook. You can find me at Big Dev Comedy on Instagram. You can look me up by my government, Devin Roberts. You know what I'm saying? Devin um, Demons Roberts. Well, yeah, that's all you got to do. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is it, uh, it, you could just cut, make a cut out of a fat man with a big belly and put a light under it. You know what I'm saying? You know how Batman got a simple? Batman got a simple. I got to, baby. I'm on the way. I got... I got foolishness for days. I've been foolish since I was born. I got, I do it all. Bar mitzvahs, Bahayim, you know. You know, I, I step up. I, I salam alaykum. I speak Muslim. You speak Muslim. You know Muslim. what I'm saying? I holler at your muchacho Spanish. I do that too. You know what I'm saying? Konnichiwa. Asian of some sort. I do it all. <laughs> You know, I speak Russian, and Bunila. I do it all, whatever you need, but it's your boy Big Dev Comedy. Like I said, Big Dev on on on, on, on Facebook, Big Dev, um, Big Dev underscore comedy on, on on Instagram. You both Big Dev from the group room, baby. You finish? I mean, I could do this like a rep for, I like I like to thank y'all. <laughs> 
We do take an award ceremony. <laughs> my mama, you know, I made it. I made it on. I made it on social social media America. You boy made it on a podcast. Social media America. You boy made it on a podcast, baby. It might be his last one too. Oh. Hey, <laughs> hey. You want me to pray? Just want to be. You your boy Trump. Hold up, don't you, don't, don't, you know, shit. You see, I don't even talk politics, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, it's like we got a president president with a kindergarten education. And it's like, you know, and he can't even figure out the circle going inside the square hole. And it's like, and this is who y'all, now, you know what? You know, big dead economy on Facebook and Instagram. I just know I lost all the Republican on. I'm the devil. I'm pretty sure no Republicans are looking at this anyway. So, but that said, uh, I'm James, Debbie of Influence, and all the Instagram stuff uh, will be in the description below. And also, like always, like, subscribe, well, like this video, subscribe to our channel, and check out Dream Cloud Films. That's where we put we post all our short films at. Um, this guy right here, he he been on uh, a couple of them, mm-hmm. uh, but you can find the video over here. And um, until then, we'll see you next time. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs>